Welcome to the Brandon and Carlos Show, where we challenge you to think freely and for yourself while having fun along the way. I am Brandon, and this is my co-host, Carlos. What's up, everybody? On today's show, we will be talking to Ashley L. McDonald, who is running for a seat on the ECUA board in District 3. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Good morning. We also have with us Pastor Marcel Davis. Welcome to the show. Oh, I feel welcome. Thank you so very much. Glad to be here. All right. We're going to get right to it. Uh, Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm feeling good, and I'm happy to be here. How are you? Doing great. Feel good. We're happy to have a new home. Uh, mm -hmm. Our last show the, uh, was done in my backyard. <laughs> So, uh, humble beginnings. You know, very humble beginnings. Absolutely. You know, we tried a lot of different concepts. We even had it in my office at the church. Uh, that was working for a while until they started cleaning up, and I could hear vacuum cleaners <laughs> in the background. And I said, oh, we got to move it. And then we moved it to my house. We tried it in the living room. The dog started barking. And I said, well, let's try the backyard. We went out there, and the mosquitoes got us. Man. And now we're here. <laughs> started oh, from the like bottom. Now we're here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's get to it. Um, we got some questions for you, Ashley. Okay. And uh, we just want to uh, go ahead and get started with that. Uh, Carlos, go ahead. All right. So, let's first and foremost, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, who is Ashley McDonald, and what made running for this board in particular and this in this position appealing to you? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great question. Thank you for asking. Um, so who am I? I'm a regular person just like anybody else. I'm a resident of Escambia County in District 3. Um, I'm, I'm a wife. I'm a sister. Um, I'm a lot of different things, but I like to also say I'm just a friend to everybody. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not beyond reproach or anything like that. I'm just a regular person wanting to do some good things in my community. And the thing that really got me interested in this... Thank you. The thing that really got me interested in this position was just seeing a, a lack of leadership for a while. Unfortunately, after Mr. Elvin McCorvey passed away, um, we didn't have representation for almost, I think, nine or ten months in District 3. And, you know, they voted on some really big things. They passed some budgets. Um, and as we see, there's continuous improvement going around in Pensacola. But I feel like I don't see a lot of that in District 3. Um, so those different things and then me already being involved in the community through my church because I'm the head of our hospitality committee. Um, and seeing the struggles that people go through. I'm also a real estate agent, so seeing what my clients have to go through in order to get water lines fixed, in order to convert homes from septic to uh, public sewer, all of those things are struggles. They're very expensive, and I want to be here to help the people with those type of issues. Okay. So, again, you know, I'm not from Pensacola. Me either. And so, where are you from? I'm actually from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. I've been living here in Pensacola for almost nine years now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm from Indianapolis, up north. And okay. when we heard, you know, that you were running for this, and I was just like, they got utility boards down here? And what, <laughs> what is this? Like, I was foreign to me, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. So, it, can you, like explain that in a little bit more in detail why it's important that you're running and that we have representation for this particular position. 
Absolutely. So basically, and this is just just me summing it up, the ECUA board is basically the voice of the district that they represent. Mm -hmm. Uh, We represent the interest of the residents of the different districts that we represent again. Mm -hmm. Um, We get to help with passing budgets. We get to help with with, um, hiring and choosing who the new director of ECUA is. And the director of ECUA makes a lot of different decisions um, all the way down to what um, ECUA workers get paid so yeah absolutely absolutely so we really we are really a part of the process of making sure ECUA does what they're supposed to be doing for the community Mm -hmm. um, and also that we're doing what we're supposed to do for the ECUA workers real quick so what are some of the things that they're supposed to be doing for the community so some of the things we're supposed to be doing is um, maintaining our infrastructure that we have here meaning our water lines Mm -hmm. our sewer lines um, also making sure that we, what, what else is it? They maintain the water lines, the sewer lines, the water quality. Um, they make sure they test that regularly and get that out to people. Mm. Um, there's a long, yes, yeah, sanitation. That's the thing okay. I was missing. Sorry. Okay. So sanitation, making sure we pick up our trash, making sure we pick up our recyclables, mm. make sure we're recycling properly. Right. Um, it's a lot of different things that ECUA gets to do. Um, they're actually going to I believe they're either going to vote or maybe this decision has already been made but as far as servicing Santa Rosa County so some folks don't know that as well ECUA also services Santa Rosa County so yeah yeah they they do a lot okay okay so in other words you guys make sure we don't turn into another Flint Michigan absolutely absolutely yes yes and in here in Pensacola we actually have some of the oldest infrastructure because Pensacola is really the first city in town here in Florida. Um, I know St. Augustine says otherwise, but that's not the truth. It's Pensacola. (laughs) So, I mean, I, after speaking with some of the board members, Mm. um, they've even let me know that some of the infrastructure here actually um, recent, recently they found some that were wood still wooden. Mm. So that, that says a lot. That says a lot. It does. Mm -hmm. Cause again, not from being, not, being down here mm-hmm. or from down here, there's still dirt roads. When I when I'm delivering <laughs> stuff like propane, I'm like, this is a dirt road. We still have dirt roads. It's 2020. Oh, Why wow. do we still have dirt roads? <laughs> like I know it was, it was just a shock to me. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we drinking uh, ECUA water? <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not ECUA water. Okay. This this is. Purified water purified that you are water. drinking right now. <laughs> Listen, our guest, uh, Pastor Marcel Davis and uh, Ashley McDonald, uh, they're just so kind. Uh, they brought us a little uh, souvenirs. We have water uh, bottles that say elect a lash, uh, Ashley McDonald, <laughs> ECUA District 3, the clear choice. They even have hand sanitizer. Yeah, uh, and we you. have some buttons and we have some literature. Now, let me tell you. Uh, I was at home. I believe I live in District 3, right? Yeah, I'm not dude. from here. <laughs> but yeah, listen, you live in I live in District 3. Okay. And so I'm at home sleep. And I hear Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams. And I'm like, oh, my God. Somebody with a bullhorn. I'm like, dang, is someone about to kick in my door? And, you know, Man. you know, I ain't did nothing. Uh, and uh, Karen looked out the peephole. And, and she said, that looked like Pastor Davis. I said, why is he calling my name? I go outside. Listen, y'all. <laughs> He's in the neighborhood. 
with this bullhorn. Uh, and, and let me tell you, they're doing the greatest thing. They're giving away. Uh, he was getting my attention so that he had stuff to give us. They gave us produce. They also gave us uh, a hand sanitizer. And at the time, hand sanitizer was a hot commodity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, we needed this. Yes. Um, we I have a special needs child, mm-hmm. and so um, we we run through this a lot. And so this is a blessing. Listen, that caught my attention right there. I at the time I didn't, you know, I was like, okay, I didn't realize they had a board, but now. Yeah. And her sign is in my yard. Yes. Yay. Yes. You know, and just to tell you about that hand sanitizer, yeah. Ash and I drove from Pensacola all the way down to past Vernon, Florida to find hand sanitizer. Oh, wow. To bring back. So now, what's, it wasn't, now, again, what's the, I'm not from here. What's uh, the distance? The distance, we drove over 138 miles Ooh. one way just looking for hand sanitizer and bottles to put stuff in. So wow. uh, and we did this several days because we felt like there was a need mm-hmm. uh for it. And uh so you know we're glad that that Brandon was called out on the bullhorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh because we you know we had talked to Victor Smith and we feel like there was a lot of people that had children with special needs that right. were probably having issues. So we, yeah. we we set out to get hand soap and hand sanitizer because you want somebody that will serve the people right. and uh, make some things happen. So we're sorry for scaring you that day. but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I am so glad that I uh, answered the call because uh, I was delightfully uh, mm-hmm. surprised by it. Right. Um, Ashley, can you explain to our listening audience what are the boundaries of District 3? So District 3 is kind of funny. So I'll first start off by saying this. The easiest thing to do is to check your voter's registration card because that will always let you know what district you live in. Mm. Um, but let's see. District 3 actually goes all the way up from Nine Mile Road down to Government Street um, oh, in we. Pensacola. So there are a couple of different roads that it just continuously runs down. So one of them is Palaflox, W Street, Pace Boulevard. Yeah, those are the three main ones that it just cons- consistently runs down, and also I ten. The thing is with it, it kind of it kind of does this um, this hourglass thing. Uh-huh. It gets a little skinny in the middle, and then a little bit bigger at the yeah, end. Kind of so- like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, okay. yes, okay. <laughs> so yes, it it does that. So if if you just run down those roads, if you live near that area, um, check those out. Check your voter's registration card so that you know what district you live in. Now, if you don't have your voter's registration card, you can also go to escambiavotes.com. In order to look on there, you can type in your address on their interactive page to see what district that you live in. Because that's a lot of people's questions. A lot of folks right. don't realize what particular district they're in, especially if you're new here. Right. Mm-hmm. So can you say that last part again, yes. where, where they need to go? Yes, it's escambiavotes.com. Escambiavotes.com. Yes. yes. All right. Tell us about your yard signs being stolen. Yes. So that has been a problem that has been bugging me. So originally we noticed that they were being stolen from um, like general areas. Like maybe if we put them in a, in a cleared land spot mm-hmm. or if we put it on the side of the road or something like that. So with those, I wasn't really upset about those because for some of them, it may be co- code enforcement taking them up because maybe someone put them down that's on the county's right, right away and not actually mm-hmm. their property. So I, I totally understand that. But recently I had two different supporters contact me and let me know that their signs were stolen and then the fact that they also had pictures and videos to back that up i mean that just made me so upset because my thing is 
it's not just my resources or my money or right. even my family's money that's being used. It's the residents of District 3. Mm-hmm. It's people even outside of Pensacola who just believe in our movement and in our campaign who are also being affected by this. So I feel like this. If you're stealing one of the yard signs out of one of my supporters' yards, you're really stealing from all of us. Right. And that's not right. And and I want people to understand, like especially with moving forward with this, and with winning this race, I want people to know, you know, I'm not a pushover. I'm not going to allow things like this to happen to people. I don't want people to feel like that they right. don't have a voice. I don't want them to feel like they just have to be okay with that. And that, mm. and that's and that's fine because that's not fine. It's a yard sign. It may seem simple to some people, but those yard signs cost money. They're right. expensive. Come Something on. that may be expensive to you, you know, maybe life or death to somebody else. You know mm. what I mean? So... I, I take that matter very seriously, so mm-hmm. so we are going to move forward with that. Um, again, we have those pictures, and we're we're getting those videos to make sure we we prosecute who does this because it's just not right. It's not it's not right to do. You don't have to stoop low and do things like that right. in order to try to tear someone else down. All right, for you all that are watching on Facebook, I need y'all to hit that heart button. Can you just hit me some heart buttons? Just keep on pressing it. Press it until you, it doesn't cost you a thing to hit the uh, heart button. Press it, press it, press it, press it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get real sensitive right now. Okay. How do you feel when I say George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and Breonna Taylor? I feel very heavy. I I feel heavy. I've been feeling heavy all of these weeks. Um, those things, seeing those things consistently over and over and over again, you know, it does something to you. Um, and I'll just be honest and transparent for a second, especially while we were still in quarantine and on lockdown. You know, I felt very exhausted because I felt like this, you know, there's so much going on. We're trying to make sure people are fed. People have resources that they need, that they need, um, you know, trying to get people money because they're out of work right now. And we can't even focus on that, those human needs that we need right now, this this terrible pandemic that we're going through right now. We can't even focus on that. We have to focus on, you know, one of our brothers or sisters having their lives taken from them for them being murdered. And that's just not right. I was like, you know, we can't even process what we're going through right now. We have to jump into another trauma while we're currently in a trauma. Yeah. And that's just not okay. So with seeing all this stuff recently with George Floyd, and I'll tell you this, I, I look at, I follow a lot of um, activists and political activists online and seeing those photos of George Floyd specifically, you know, with his family, him taking selfies of himself, you know, dressed up, looking nice, looking fly. That just broke my heart because you know what? George Floyd looks like one of my uncles. You know, George Floyd can be anybody, any, any, any man in my life. You know, I, I feel like I know him. So seeing that stuff is really heavy, it's really disturbing, but I'll also say this, it also fires me up because I see we need a change in in our local politicians. We need people who are going to stand up for us. We need people who are going to do the right thing. We need people who are not going to wait until someone has to riot and tear up their city Mm. in order to get justice in order to get somebody locked up who has done something that we all can visibly see is wrong so with that i'll say that yes i feel heavy but i also feel motivated because i know i need to fight for my brothers and sisters and i will continue to do that pastor davis do you have anything to add to that timer crawford a year ago in pensacola florida he was murdered by the police 
and the state attorney <clears throat> called a justifiable homicide, even though he was fired. So in him being fired, he can go to another police department and go to work. So I know that we have a big national issue, but that just weighs heavy on my heart to see that he was murdered in his front yard by the police department. I also like to say that spiritually, you know, I was set to go back and look at the OJ trial, uh, the documentary that John Travolta did. So when I looked at it, look at it as Mark Furman might have been the person who committed the murder, and then look at Marsha Clark. She listened to a good-looking young white male and believed the story, Mm -hmm. and she looked at O.J. as a good-looking black male to say he needs to be punished. Mm -hmm. And from that, I think that the whole case was tilted. But when you go back and you look at 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 this documentary, you'll see some things of, of how vicious he was on the tape and how even though how vicious they can be, they still get this privilege. So you look at how vicious they was with with keeping statues, how they brought their guns to the to the courthouse and mm-hmm. to the city halls. Mm-hmm. So that viciousness is often overlooked. But Absolutely. when we look at when we go and we protest and we just hold up a black fist, we're looked at as just a criminal and a thug. And I also mm-hmm. want to tell the listening audience, <clears throat> stop buying what you don't share in the profit. Wow. Mm. What does that mean? That means that you should buy from stores where you can buy stock in. So if you look at all the murders that have taken place uh, in this country, they were at privately owned stores with the people that don't look like us mm. that get our money and profit for their families, but they look at us as the thug or the criminal bringing the money. So I would challenge America to stop buying from stores where you can't share in the profit. That corner store is always the problem or the central point for these murders. Go to Walmart. You can buy stock in Walmart. Go to Target. You can buy stock in Target. Go to Tom Thumb or go to that. And I'm not giving an advertisement to them, but if you take these little stores, that's always where the problem has started from. Now, this guy was looked at as supposed to getting ready to write a check. Who writes checks in this day and time? Mm. Okay. And his life was taken for that. Mm. So it's time for we as a people to stand up and stop buying from stores where we don't profit. And, and that's the only thing that I can say to us is that we go to this store, and, and the stores are a trap, too. They have all the beer set up at the front, ice down. Ooh, okay. They have all the cigalos set Natural up at the front. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the mm-hmm. deal is they want to keep you in prison to a substance. Okay, yeah. And I'm not telling you don't drink your beer. Right. I'm not telling you don't smoke your cigalos. Right. But what right. I'm telling you is that buy them from a place that you can share in the profit. Mm-hmm. So most people now have a 401k plan. That 401k plan is spread out through many entities. Stop going to these stores. I can't reiterate it enough. That eventually, we had a store here in Pensacola years ago where um, where on Ninth Avenue, the guy killed like three people. Mm. And so one of the politicians I worked for, he said, he said they used to call me Reb before I started preaching. He said, Reb, what should we do? Mm. I said, we should stop buying from there. Wow. He said, what do you mean? I said, tell people to go just a little extra mile to buy from that store. Eventually, that store owner sold out. But he was celebrated. As killing, 
He shot a guy over a Fago soda. Oh, wow. You mean to tell me he couldn't afford in this profit uh, loss to lose a Fago soda? And then right. people sit back and say, oh, it's okay. He no. shot another person over like a bag of chips and stuff. Mm. So you mean to tell me that somebody's life wasn't worth a bag of Doritos? So I want to challenge people out here mm. to only shop at stores where you can profit. And those those guys in those mom and pop stores will understand and have some type of understanding and not to call a, a store out. But but I'm on this because cause we talked to a guy from Chicago that has a store here that's very popular, mm-hmm. very popular, and he's very sensitive about our community. Mm-hmm. But he says that he's never seen nothing like it before in Pensacola where our people go and shop and spend their money with people that don't care about them, mm-hmm. wow. don't want them really in the store. Don't they employ just want them. Money. And I mean, mm-hmm. he sit there and he talked more black than we did, right. mm-hmm. okay, wow. because he talked about the problem. And so, yes, um, some people have been waiting for me to speak out, but I can't speak out on the national issue until we look at what happened here local mm-hmm. with Ty Moore Crawford um. was murdered in his front yard in front of his family. And the only thing that we got from that was. Uh, the, the the police officer was fired, but he was not charged with justifiable homicide. Then some of the, the local people that are activists in this town, <clears throat> you activate without solutions. We need to have more solutions. We need to figure out why and how we're going to get people to work at ST Aerospace. Mm. We need to figure out how and why we can get people to get the proper license to go to work for ECUA. We need to figure out how and why we can play a part in the BRAC Commission looking at Pensacola again to bring back the military. So Pensacola loves to show up with a lily white committee, mm-hmm. and everything that's going on in the country is diversified. So when they look at us showing up with a lily white committee, they're going to say this city is not diversified. And so it's going to keep the status quo going there. But the best way to get people out of poverty is make them understand the profit. And when they understand the profit, you take a kid that sells candy in school. Mm-hmm. He starts to understand the profit, and he excels in life. Okay, right. And he wants to excel in a good way. So what happens a lot of time when we look at this situation, we're always targeted. We're always targeted. Because I know where I live. I live out in Perdido, and I know that sometimes that people look at me like, why are you here? But I've been here longer than you. <laughs> then we, where our church is at in the mm-hmm. tan yard, it has mm-hmm. been, it's been gingified, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the residents down there look at us like, why are we here? No, right. we've been here. Right. And history says that you come in and make it wealthy again, but the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. Yeah, come we, on now. We've got to become, we've got to start thinking about profit. Why, why did they kill us? Is it worth a guy being killed over a Fago drink? Is it worth a guy being killed because he looks like he might write a bad check? So, you know, and and I'm not no racist police. How do we get racism? We get racism by allowing our police to ride around with dark tint on their windows and sunshades on when they talk to us. And I don't care if it's the chief or the sheriff. I think that if you're going to talk to me, take your shades off so I can get eye contact with you. Don't hide behind your shades. I don't know who the police are because you're riding around in dark tinted windows. And I, and I, I don't know if this is where you wanted to go with this, but, but we, if we're going to look at something national, we got to look at some things local, which is causing these fires to take place. Mm-hmm. And, and in that, I hate that the man lost his life. I, I hate it so bad, but you have to realize that 
a lot of times people are not aware of mental illness issues that take place. And I'm not saying that the police have to be the psychologist, but I heard a lady said that she freaked out when she heard a man's keys ringing on his lap. Why did you freak out for that? Because the man that molested me, his oh, wow. keys used to be ringing. Wow. Okay? wow. So the deal is, when somebody approached you, well, well, I freaked out because my uncle raised me, but he always came to me in this demeanor that seemed like police. So I, I'm not telling the police to hug a thug, but mm. I'm telling them that when you meet me in the store, you can nod your head. You can be polite to me right. because I'm polite to you. I'm going to support my police department, but I need my police department to support me Absolutely. as well. Okay. Right. Well said. With that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We should roll up our sleeves and we gotta hold firm when faithful strike is leaving. Why doubt your plans? Cause it's all worth believing. We can make it work, do believe that. Leave mistrust in the dust and believe that we can achieve tact by tuning out negative feedback. Naysayers can hate, we concentrate to bring belief back into ourselves, into the world, into the rap game. If she's a miserable, the music motion, leave a mic's maimed. Man, look, we holding out for the truth. If we alone in the loop, we gon' hold for the proof. Man, put it in, believe it. Believe in, believe it. Seeing ain't believing. It's the feeling that we need Believe in each other Put the question to the system They promise in returns Then question what you're getting We should believe in the reasons we exist in Time for renaissance to reawaken what is within Belief can confirm Make it is what it isn't Sometimes I wish I had belief When I didn't I believe Let's go I believe Let's go I believe Let's go I Believe, time to make unbelief believable Taking belief to the realm of the real Believing the shit that's force fed through the media Believing it's real when it's really your raw deal Never disbelieve when you see human miracle Like ghetto children shining bright in Babylon Believing that, don't believe in stats to the contrary Gotta be weary of them theories, carry on People find belief when they don't find identity Believe in your friends, don't believe in your enemies Mountains of doubts and disbelief right in front of you Truths on the other side, what you gonna do? Over the, over the break, Pastor made mention of something. Um, again, with us not being from Pensacola, we don't know the history of Pensacola. And, again, we want to 
learn about the history of Pensacola, specifically our history, African-American history. So, Pastor, could you please reiterate for the, for the listening audience what was said and what you, what you were saying? Well, what I, what I want to talk about now is that Ashley's campaign is more about a movement. Uh, she's sort of like the Rosa Parks. Uh, there's a lot of young talent in Pensacola that's often overlooked. And so one of the things that I talk with Ashley about, could you be that face for us? And so, you know, she was going to run. She had studied and did her research. And then once we started looking at, we looked at her age. She's the same age as Ida B. Wells when Ida B. Wells did some things at 27. And then 100 years ago, in August, women got their right to vote. Hold on one second for me, Pastor. I just want to just want to say about Ida B. Wells. Ida B. Wells um, exposed the the treacheries and the awfulness of lynching of black people where she lived. She wrote many books on that subject, so she really exposed that nastiness of lynching people. And I think that's still, you know, we still have that issue to this day. So that's what Ida B. Wells did for us, one of the things she did for us. So when we looked at it, when we didn't have representation for nine months, that was like a lynching. When they voted on some things, that's like a lynching. When we have a lot of people that are on fixed income in this town and their ECUA rates keep going up, that's a lynching. So we want to talk about the history behind this. A hundred years ago, women just gained their rights to, to vote on the 19th Amendment. That's why it's important on August 18th to be ready to vote and think about just a hundred years ago. Some of us have grandparents that are in their 90s, so that meant they were 10 years old when this was passed. So I, I want to reiterate with that, with, with some history about it, is that I think that when women are in place and women can be empowered, they can help to do great things. And I think that men walking alongside with a woman can make some mighty powerful things. So that's some of the history here of what are we doing here now is that we want to make it where people in Pensacola who have a lot of talent say, you know what, I can do this too. I can run for this office. And I don't want y'all to think that you have a badge on you because you're not here from Pensacola. You can help to make Pensacola great. You, you moved here for a reason, and I think that some people have said that same thing about Ashley is that she's not from Pensacola. But I can tell you this, she's done just as much for the people of Pensacola and the citizens of Pensacola than anybody that was here. And, and when I tell you, everything that we've done on the hospitality committee is first class because I want everybody in my church not to do ministry based on the budget, okay. but do ministry. Mm. And I've seen Ashley uh, take nothing and serve an elaborate meal to the homeless uh, that exceeded my expectations that really wow. didn't cost us nothing. So uh, with this history lesson uh, about people in Pensacola is that people in Pensacola need to rise up. If you look on the news media, they interview the same people. Mm. They, they go after the same people whenever there's an issue. There's a new voice out here now. Mm. And with that new voice, that new voice comes a new way of technology, a new way of thinking, and a new way of solving problems that we might be having. We, we cannot continue to solve problems by just saying, we're going to go out and say we should overcome. No, we're going to pull together and overcome. Mm. Because see, if we get a volcano effect going on in Pensacola, meaning that the rich and the poor come together, 
the, the people that are learned and unlearned come together and we all have a common cause, then we can help not to change the history of Pensacola, but to modify the history <clears throat> of Pensacola. So with that being said, I know you had another question uh, there. Uh, you also you made mention of how you uh, raised your own money for the campaign. Right. Okay, so, so what happened is um, several things, because I'm a political strategist. I said, well, mm -hmm. Ashley, you have to trust me on this. You know, because she she is like my daughter. She's been with us for nine years, and and people actually think we look alike. That's that's really funny. Oh, you look just like your your grandmama cat. Oh, you look just like her. Okay. So with, with that being said, so I told Ashley the deal is, let's take our positive energy, let's take our faith and our belief, and make some things happen. Mm -hmm. And so what we did was we actually launched this campaign without any paper. Okay. Right. Unheard of. We we didn't have, even have cards. No business because we cards, people rat to say, cards. I know her or yeah. I talk to her. Okay. Yeah. So then from that, from people knowing her, they invested in her. Mm -hmm. wow. They said, I have $20. I have $100. I have $50. We really didn't ask people for money. What we did was once we introduced ourselves and the ideas from that, mm -hmm. people sold into it. Now, here I go talking about a profit again. People sold into something that they thought were profitable. We just got rat cards, okay? We didn't have rat cards. We didn't mm -hmm. have buttons. All we wanted to do was we wanted to connect with people and mm -hmm. let them know that we are concerned. So in doing that, <clears throat> you know, we had someone to help us to, to market us with a line, the clear choice. So mm -hmm. she said, this would be good, the clear choice. Yes. And so, well, what is the clear choice? It's clearly that it's time for a change. Mm -hmm. It's clearly that it's time that people want to change. It's clearly. So when you take some of the people in here, some people say, well, I'm the ECUA representative on that. But what have you done? Okay. You have serial runners. Okay. They've run for every position. They've run for mm -hmm. this position three or four times. They're serial runners because the only reason why they're running is because there's somebody that's pulling a string on their back that say, we need you in there, puppet. We can't let this young person get in there mm -hmm. because we don't know her. We didn't invest in her. Mm -hmm. Her community invested in her. So go back and look at everybody's finance report and see who had the grassroots investment, not the big money investment. Big money investment, you're going to have to pay them back. But a grassroots investment, you're going to go to them and you're going to say, what do you need? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, that's a very important history how someone can rise, not mm -hmm. me from Pensacola, but the service that people saw them do helped them to rise up to this point. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important for, for the young people to get on board because the older people want to change. She has older people Absolutely. that are just behind her mm -hmm. from day one from talk to her. Now we've got to galvanize the young people, not just to get behind her, but also to vote. Mm -hmm. We need to let... <clears throat> Politicians be scared of who we're going to vote for. We need to hold our vote mm -hmm. and then go out and vote in numbers. Don't, mm -hmm. don't let them come sing Kumbaya to you. Uh, don't <laughs> let them come. There's a change coming. <laughs> don't let them come. Just look at them like, okay, all right. Then when you get to the ballot box, you vote. Stop giving all your information away on a poll, mm. okay? Let them work till the last day to earn your vote. <clears throat> and the one thing, I'm, I'm not saying this because of Ashley, but but I've seen her mess up a lot of weave out here because <laughs> she gets out here in the heat and she works hard. 
Man. And, and it's hot out here. Yeah, it's Brad, hot. Brad, right. Brandon will tell you uh, <laughs> the bullhorn method. Yes. Uh, I mean, Ashes just came up with some crazy ideas that sometimes I have to go on and say, we're going to take a bullhorn and give people sandals. Where did she come up with this at? Okay. But you know what? It worked. It worked. Creative. It so, got my attention. Creative. <laughs> yeah, so, so the deal is, and, and this is a, let me talk about the, the empowerment of young people. We actually want young people to look at her and get envious and jealous and say, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. If right. we get that Absolutely. kind of motivation, Absolutely. Uh, then we'll galvanize a great report. The deal is, I, I worked in aerospace physiology. Mm. I like flying, but you know what? Flying is a hassle to me. We need to help Pensacola build where we don't have to fly to see our grandkids. They're right here. Okay. We don't have to fly to see our kids. They can have, be afforded the right opportunity and the um, thing. So, so that that's what this campaign is all about. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Asha is the leader of this campaign, but this campaign is so about you, the people. Absolutely. Okay. Right. And so, the deal is, I want to say this line here: We have a chance and a choice, and that is, we have a chance to go and vote for the clear choice. And if we take that chance and that choice, we can win this thing every time. And then I think that we can motivate the city to want to have better and to do better. Since we were talking about money, we think this is a great time to do our drawing. Um, <laughs> Carlos, um, yes, this is the best box you could find. Yeah, it was. I like that box. You like this box? Yeah, that's an iPad Pro, Pro box, box, man. Oh, man. We're about to do the drawing. That's Pro Money. In order to... Claim your prize, you're going to have to call the radio station. The radio station's number is, and I'm going to put it in the comments on Facebook if you're watching on Facebook Live, and I repeat it a couple of times on the radio, is 850-221-0396. That's 850-221-0396. And we are going to do, you know what? We're going to let our guests do the drawing. What do you think? Yeah. Let's let yeah. Pastor Marcel Davis. I be calling people full name. Oh, uh, Pastor Marcel, like Jay Green. You know, he's a good friend of mine. I call his full name. He's like, bro, just say Jay Green. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think, I, you know, uh, names have meaning. You know, it means relationship. We're going to let Pastor uh, Davis uh, uh, shake it up, and then we're going to let Ashley draw the name. Now, you got Uh-oh. five minutes to call in to claim your prize. It's $100. Um, a honey bun. A hundred dollars. Yes, indeed. A hundred dollars. Yes. You can do something nice with that this weekend. Yeah. That will, will pay your ECUA bill. Yeah, <laughs> sure will. Come on. Talk to him. Okay. I have Jordan Caldwell. Jordan Caldwell. <laughs> Call we, in. We need some sound effects. Call in to claps. claim yeah. your yeah. prize. <laughs> Uh, it's your cash app. Get a hundred. It's call your cash in, app. Get a hundred to exactly. claim your prize. You have five minutes to call in. If you don't call in, we're gonna pick uh, pick another name. Jordan, don't miss this hundred dollars. Don't uh-huh. miss it. Don't don't cash app it to you. because I don't like giving away money as is. Your prize. <laughs> Jordan Caldwell. Do you know what I can do with 100 at the flea market right oh, now? Man, oh, let's, right. Listen, because we're going I, out there later on today. This yeah. man stay at the flea right. market. I, I, can, yes. I can hook up something out there today. Man, listen. Oh, they was on it, huh? Okay. Well, we have. 
We have we have someone calling in. Oh no, that was Jordan. No. All right. Is that Jordan? I think it's Jordan on the line. I think it's Jordan. Jordan. Hey. 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 How y'all doing? Doing great, man. Thank you for watching. I know you watching because you wouldn't have called unless you were watching. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Good yeah. morning, I love Jordan. I love, I love it. Hey, how you doing? Where are you calling us from, Jordan? Oh, I'm calling from Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, wow. Tennessee. I know yes, a little sir. something about Knoxville, Tennessee, don't I? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jordan, I, I, Jordan, I, I know this young man. He, right. is, he is the minister of music for um, Mount Sinai Baptist yes, Church, sir. or as they call it, Mount Sinai. I don't know where y'all put all them syllables. Right. There, but <laughs> right. It's Mount Sinai. Uh, but yes, you won a hundred dollars, and we will right. be getting with you. Um, I know you're a young man. You got cash app, so we about to cash yes, app sir. you the money very soon. All okay, right. We appreciate it. Do us a favor. Uh -huh. Share our page. Share what we're doing. Share of it course. with everybody. We're going to be doing giveaways uh, from time to time. I almost told uh -huh. you to say the phrase that pays of from course. back home. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you uh, share the page. Uh, we're going to be getting some guests on from all around the country. We we have been doing a lot of stuff, man. Thank you for calling in. Uh, right. We'll get your money to you very soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Congrats. Yes, sir. Thank Bless you. Platform. All right. Back to the lecture at hand. So let's let's kind of switch. How has it been in the political arena? How's you know, how's how's it been? You know what? I it's been amazing. It's been really good because the residents of District Three have received me so well. Mm. We went in the beginning, um, really honestly, before I even filed to run to kind of check the temperature mm. of the community to see if they were willing to accept me, if they were even interested in a in a candidate like me. Right. Um, so it's been great. Every time we go to a door. I mean, almost all the people are saying the same thing. We want to change. We want you to do this. We're excited that you're young. You have this energy. You have a great plan for District 3. We're behind you. Mm. So, I mean, it's been great. We've been staying focused on this campaign. We've been staying right in our lane and just doing what we're supposed to do, talking to the residents, connecting with them, hearing their issues and what they want to see changed in the area, mm. um, and then going from there. Because this, this is a community campaign. Like he's been saying, it's not about me. It's about the community. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm having fun with campaigning. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. For those who don't know, when is the actual election? Where can they go vote? When is the vote? Absolutely. Great question. So we have the primary election, August 18th. Okay. And the primary election is to choose the um, representative of whatever party you're affiliated with. Okay. So right now we have Democrats, Republicans, and independents mm. running in this race. So we have to narrow that, narrow that down for then the general election on November 3rd. Um, so we'll have one in each of those categories. So the, that's when the election is. We're really pushing for early voting. Early voting. Um, can you get those dates real quick? Yeah. Um, I don't know if David Sanford <clears throat> has put the dates out because it might be an extended early voting period longer oh, okay. than the 10 days. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do encourage everyone, if you could, early voting, you don't have to vote in your precinct. Mm -hmm. You can vote at one of the locations. Mm -hmm. You can get out of the way. You don't have to worry about August 18th. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stand in line six feet apart. You can just go in and vote at an mm -hmm. early voting site. And, and you should 
Oh, real quick. I'm sorry. And do we know where those locations are? Do they say something that lets us know where those right locations now, are? Right now, for the last few years, we've had eight locations. To my understanding, that the supervisor of election, SOE, is going to expand that to have more locations, but he has not made the final decisions yet. Uh, but I can just go over the old ones was downtown at the at supervisor election office, the library uh, downtown on uh, Gregory Street, the library, the Tryon Library, uh, the archaeologist center there in front of Pensacola State College. Um, there's a place in Cantonment, uh, Westside Library in Perdido. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. But those are places. They'll probably be the same places. Mm-hmm. But from my understanding, they're going to, they're going to make more early voting. So I would encourage everybody, don't wait. This election is so important. Uh, this election is like a lifeline uh, mm-hmm. to go out and to exercise your right to vote, not just nationally, but also locally. This mm-hmm. is a lifeline for how your local politics uh, work. So to answer your question, once we find it out, I would love to come back on and mm-hmm. talk about early voting and the process. Sure. Uh, because there's we a lot of misunderstanding mm-hmm. uh, out there about the process. Also, I would like for you guys to really push people to get registered to vote. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. You know, and not just get registered, but go and vote. Now, mm-hmm. Ashley and I work real hard to get yes on four pass. Absolutely. Um, with that. So we want to help people that are returning citizens Mm-hmm. Uh, get registered to vote. Uh, you know, the judge has ruled that they can register without the fines and stuff. Paid. Right. Mm-hmm. We want to help those returning citizens. Now, I, I was in a think tank years ago uh, and it's one of the pioneers of this. And one of the things that, that I have brought out in the think tank, if we get people that are convicted felon to feel like they are returning citizens mm. and not just a convicted felon, but they are mm-hmm. returning citizens because they, they've done their uh, they paid their debt to society and right. they got back in. So what we would do is if we can get them to vote, then they can help to vote to change some of the unrighteous stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. I just really wish that the mayor would give me a key to the city mm-hmm. because I'll go down to the jailhouse and let my brothers and sisters out that have been wrongly convicted, wow. that Absolutely. have gone there for a marijuana charge, and their life has been ruined. If we can get those people to think right now mm-hmm. that that traffic stop that you got that mm-hmm. was just careless and frivolous to, of right. them to charge you with something, mm-hmm. if I can get you to get motivated and excited to vote, we don't have to worry about what's going on in the, in the White House. We can fix it right here mm-hmm. in our state house. So um, voting is very, very important. You got to realize that in Alabama, they were asked to name how many bubbles this bar of soap will produce. All you're asked to go down there with an ID and register to vote. Mm-hmm. Okay? They were asked to count the jelly beans in this jar mm-hmm. to get your right to vote. All you're required now is to go down there with your ID and register to vote. You should be serious mm-hmm. about this thing. Uh, when you look at the history of what some people had to do in Mississippi in order to get a right to vote, it mm-hmm. is plumb ridiculous. Right. Now all you have to do, so you know what? We we need to, and I'm trying not to talk so much, we need to get mad as hell yeah. mm. about what our people went through mm-hmm. and the mere fact all we have to do is get up 
go down there, show an ID mm-hmm. to get our right to vote. Also, Women real should quick. get mad as hell that men thought that they couldn't vote mm-hmm. and 100 years ago they just got their right to vote. That it had to be a constitutional amendment mm-hmm. for them to be treated that they can vote. Come mm-hmm. on. Okay? Great. Absolutely. So one other thing I wanted you to touch on is how they, they purge voters. So making sure your information is always up to date, making sure you go and update that that signature that you have on your driver's license, because yeah. over time your signature changes. Make sure all that stuff is up to date, because that's another resource they will try to use to prevent you from voting and your voice being heard. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what will happen sometimes is like, um, and, and I would like for you to do a show. We do have one of the best SOEs in the state. You know, I will give him his his shout out, but. The deal is, like, say, for instance, like, um, I went to vote on purposely with my passport, okay, during the presidential primary. And the lady said, well, you can't vote. So I didn't argue with her. And uh, so she said, well, uh, I can't let you vote with your passport. And I was like, okay, fine. So I looked for the deputy Hmm. over that. And I said, hey, I said, I didn't realize you couldn't vote with your passport. He said, who told you that? So well, the lady inside. Mm. So he came in there. He got correction. Do not leave that vote in place with an unanswer why you can't vote. Absolutely. Okay? And so the deal is, he he got on her. You when you couldn't. Oh yeah, that's right. All of a sudden so she got. You can excuse you, me for interrupting. Yes. You can vote with your passport. You can vote with your passport. It okay? seems like it would make sense because that is a uh, that's kind of trumps the driver's license, doesn't it? <laughs> while we're while we're talking about voting. What are the necessary things that they need to vote? Okay, the necessary things that you need to vote is your ID. Make sure you got your signature card there. And mm-hmm. the deal is the signature that's on your driver's license work there. And then when you go in to get it, it let's say, for instance, if they can't find you, don't leave there until they find you. Mm-hmm. Let them call back to, to Palafox Street. Say there. If they tell you that you got an issue of voting, tell them that you want to get a uh, uh God, I can't think of the ballot called provisional ballot and mm-hmm. vote. And that provisional ballot will be re- reviewed by the canvassing board at the SOE. So your vote will count. Mm-hmm. But that's why my brother, Brandon and uh, uh, Carlos. Carlos. Carlos, that's why it's important that we've got to push people to early vote. Now, mm-hmm. we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. We're going to encourage you to go and vote. And if you vote, we're going to give you a piece of fish and a Fago mm. soda, mm. and maybe even a natural light. Yeah. Come on now. We'll, we'll, we'll Come on now. I don't we'll know about you. that natural light. We'll yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we'll talk. Yeah. We want to encourage them. Yeah. 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 So that's what they need to know. That's okay. great. Okay. All right. And you got to realize, in this town, there was a SOE did not print enough ballots. Mm. Okay. Did not print enough ballots. And Voter suppression isn't real. Come on now. Okay. So the deal is, but if we would go vote early... Okay. We'll have we won't have those issues. We've got to stop waiting until Tuesday to want to change the world. Right. Okay? High schoolers, class of twenty twenty. Yes. You guys are eighteen years old. This matters. If you want to see change in your community, it starts at the local level first. You are now adults and you have a right to vote. So if you're tired of watching black men perish and black women perish. And seeing hoods being gentrified and all that good stuff. Bad stuff. Act, that I'm, I was being sarcastic, sir. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is your right and it is your obligation, especially as an African-American, 
to go vote, knowing that we died for this right. 2020, let this be a call. Step out. You heard them. Mm-hmm. Early vote. It's important. It's imperative. All right? I remember the very first time that I voted. Um, I voted for Bill Clinton. Mm. That was the very first election that I voted in. <laughs> and I remember how. Uh, I was happy when I voted because I felt it, like it I felt, did something. felt like I did something, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and I was, I was another proud moment is when I voted for Barack Obama. I yes. never thought that I would ever get to vote for a black president. And that felt so good. Um, but we have five more minutes for these last five more minutes. Let us lo- loosen it up a little bit, lighten it up. Uh, and Ashley, tell us, what do you like to do when you're not campaigning? Oh, yes. So I love gardening. I have a little garden in my backyard right now. I'm growing some <laughs> some tomatoes, some cucumbers, you know, a lot of good stuff, some sunflowers. So I can have some nice sunflower seeds. Gardening, I love that. It's it's oh, gardening, I love that. That's my piece. Um, the other thing I love to do is being out in the community. Now it's so funny. So I'll say this: before I came to Pensacola, I didn't really have a church home in Jacksonville, um, and I didn't go regularly at all. Even though you know we always believed in God and Jesus, we never went to church like that. So coming here, you know, in my mind, I would always think, I don't know how those church kids do it. They be in church all day, all week, Man, all the time. Y'all all always know. got an event. My best friend was raised in Sumter, South Carolina, and this man was always at church. That's how he grew up in church. So I just thought that was the oddest thing. Now, I came to Pensacola, became a member of Adoration for a New Beginning, and I'm literally always at church. And it's funny because we have a lot of young people. Like, we we joined the church when we were in college, me and a lot of my friends. And with doing that, man, sometimes we just go up there to hang out. Sometimes we go up there because it's cool and it's got free Wi-Fi or they got snacks and (laughs) juices up there. It's a kitchen. We can cook a nice meal. Like, it's funny, sometimes on Wednesdays when somebody's not on time for Bible study, we just be in there cooking, hanging out, playing gospel music all loud in the church and everything. We be having little um, karaoke sections on the on the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, do, doing those things, hanging out with my friends and family. I mean, I just love doing that. You know, just being around my people, being around my community. It's a, it's a good time always. We... Uh my wife and I are gardening as well, and I mean, it is so peaceful. It's just something, isn't it? Yeah, you know, she fried some green tomatoes uh, yesterday, after, uh, and they were waiting for me when we left the radio station. I tore them things up. There's nothing like fried green tomatoes. Uh, but uh, this COVID nineteen uh, coronavirus has really uh, uh, caused us to uh, take on some new hobbies. You know, absolutely. Um, not only am I gardening, but I'm setting up the backyard like to be like my little sanctuary. Yes. Like we're gonna we're gonna I, like I wanna do a theme mm-hmm. of like a country town. Okay. And so like I'm gonna set up a little shed <laughs> and have it for like a, a country store and then okay. I got a little road. I'm you know, like I'm being creative, like a little Absolutely. kid. That's again, pretty cool. You know, because um I'm doing that because I, I don't even really wanna be out in public that much, you know, with all this. I I enjoy being at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoy being at home, but it's been a pleasure and delightfully delicious to uh, to have you all <laughs> on the show. Y'all really? are such great guests. Thank uh, you. Pastor Davis, you have really um, added a lot of value to the show. 
and we know that this is the start of a great venture together. Mm-hmm. Um, and good luck in your campaign. Thank you. Uh, I will be making sure that uh, I do what I need to do to uh, make sure you get into office. There we because go. Because I, be I live in District 3 as mm-hmm. it relates to that. But when it relates to the city council, I live in another district, right? You yes. live in District uh, 6. District 6, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, Ann Hill. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll bring you back on. You'll have to be our political uh, correspondent. Is that there okay? you go. Yeah. We look, yeah. we, build, yeah. we, we building this thing. Yes, we also sir. like to think, uh, uh, think, God, woo, Lord, it's too uh, early. I like to thank DJ uh, Dread Eye, who has been engineering our show. Uh, this guy, he yeah, is really you. amazing, man. Uh, it looks like we could be brothers, and uh, uh, we are going to be brothers. I love his spirit and like his attitude. He's going to help us with everything uh, in the radio station and get yeah. us up and running on our feet. You can check out his uh, show. He has a show called Caribbean Nights, Caribbean and Nights. it can be uh, listened to on WPMM Radio. What day? Every Tuesday night, 7 to 8, and we will put that in the comment field. Uh, if uh, uh, JD, if you're, uh, yeah, you're on here because this is your feed. Will you put uh, the Caribbean Nights in the comment field so that they'll know how to listen? Thank you all for who uh, is a part of the Brandon and Carlos Show family. Um, We're bringing you on board with the WPMM family. Uh, this is our new home, and we love it. We're excited. We don't, we, hey, Carlos, Very we didn't get so. bit by any mosquitoes. Man, listen. It's not hot. <laughs> You got air conditioning. Good air conditioning. Good air okay. conditioning. Got we even got a refrigerator. Man. Good sound, man. man. We got a refrigerator. When he told, I don't know why I got excited when he said we had a refrigerator. Like, that really razzed my berries. You know exactly. what I mean? It's it's I like the things. fact that y'all let everybody know that y'all had brought new iPads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. But listen, WPMM Radio can be heard 24-7. You can download the app on Google. You can also download it on iPhone. You, we're everywhere. I mean everywhere. That is so amazing. You can even ask Alexa to play WPMM radio. And guess what she'll do? She'll say, okay, right on it, and play it. <laughs> so be sure to do those things. Share, share, share. We're living in a hostile co- climate right now. Let us do something positive. You know, let's do something positive. That's why we're taking a break from talking about the crap that's going on. But we'll be right back on it next week. We got to talk about it because we got to raise awareness. Ashley L. McDonald, thank you. Pastor Marcel Davis, thank you. Uh, Those of you who are on Facebook, thank you. Those of you that shared it, thank you. Thank you, Walls. Thank you, Air Conditioner. Thank you, everyone. Until the next time, this is the Brandon Carlos Show. Well, Brandon and Carlos Show. And we got a little saying that we like to say here because we're living in these uh, dirty, nasty COVID-19 Rona times. What we like to tell people to do is to do what? Wash them hands. Wash them hands. (laughs) Thank you. We'll see you next Saturday at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time.